The following presentation is brought to you by Urban Society. However, we do not endorse this message. Just kidding. Yeah. Welcome to HNS Podcast, Episode 32. New single from Kid Cudi called Do What I Want. Right out to this a little bit. Big shout out. Big shout out, Kid Cudi, for the new song. For those of you guys who are just now tuning in, this is your first episode, first time listeners. I am your host, Herb. And today is going to be a little solo pod, but that's no problem. Because got a lot to talk about. Once again, shout out Kid Cudi. Do what I want. First single off Intergalactic. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. If you guys haven't yet checked that song out, make sure you go out there and check it out. New one by Kid Cudi off of Intergalactic. So. Now that we're talking about Intergalactic, I wanted to mention how fucking excited I am because this is the first single off of um, his Netflix series, animated series, that's going to be called Intergalactic. So I believe it's going to have a companion album. Well, this uh, this just so happens to be the the single for, uh, I guess, for that series. I don't know if it's going to be song number one or if it's going to appear later on in the series. But this is the first promotional single for that album slash series, Intergalactic. And for those of you guys who haven't seen it, they actually dropped a first look trailer. Um, like a sneak preview. It's just a minute long. And it's a, it's a sneak preview to the show, Intergalactic. And let me tell you guys, let me tell you. I have not seen Enter the Spider-Verse. But from what I hear, I think the animation style is the exact same as Enter the Spider-Verse. And I kind of fuck with it. It almost makes me want to go and check that uh, Enter the Spider-Verse out, you know? So it looks good. You can obviously tell who Cuddy is in the in the animation, you know? Fucking dread it up, Cuddy. He looks exactly like motherfucking Cuddy. Um, it's going to be a good show, you know? Jessica Williams is going to be in there. Uh, uh, what's it? Timothy Chalamet. I heard that... Um, fuck, uh, 070 Shake is going to be in there. Ty Dolla Sign. You know, uh... Laura Harrier, Vanessa Hudgens, Christopher Abbott, Jaden Smith even, Tiana Taylor, Macaulay Culkin. Look, it's going to be a fucking star-studded series. I think this is going to be good. You guys definitely need to check it out. Um, and actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is actually the song that was probably used in that little minute trailer. So if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. It's called Intergalactic First Look on Netflix. Well, it's the Netflix first look, but then he also dropped it on his own page as well. I I think um, I think I'm pumped. All right, and and even to make things better, it's not just gonna be one tape. Apparently, he has two coming out. So there's supposed to be an intergalactic uh, soundtrack that's the companion piece of the show, and then another record. So this is a good year to be a Cuddy fan. We're fucking eating, man. We're fucking eating, and uh, to be honest. 
since we're talking about the single, let me give you guys my thoughts, you know? I've already heard it probably about 10 times, a couple, you know, in in the tens, in in the tens of the of the digits, you know. And um I think it's a good track. I don't think it's a See, the problem, here here's my thing. I am a die-hard Scott Meskety Kid Cudi fan, all right? For those of you guys who don't know, I have been rocking with Kid Cudi since, you know, a kid named Cudi, his um his mixtape and I can honestly credit me getting past my depression in my in my younger years to Kid Cudi because the run of of a kid named Cudi, Man on the Moon, The End of Day, and Man on the Moon 2, the end uh, The Legend of Mr. Rager, that three album run right there, or three project run, was fantastic. And it's some of the most creative music I have heard. I mean, if you think about sonically, who who rivals Cuddy as far as those sounds go? I have yet to find something that rivals it. I mean, because I was listening earlier, right? I was listening to um, While and Cause I'm Young. For those of you guys who haven't heard the song, just listen to a little snippet of it, ready? This is off of Man on the Moon 2, The Legend of Mr. Rager. This album came out back in 2010. Since then, I have not heard an instrumental that sounds anything like this. It's just so atmospheric, like it's almost like in a room full of reverb. And it's like, it's not even a hip hop beat, right? Cause it's like, it's very hard to, there's no drop, there's no, there's not like a pulsing 808 that makes you want fucking replay it over and over and over again but it's like songs like that i feel like that is what made all of us fall in love with cuddy the instrumentation that was different than than any other instrumentation that we've heard you know or that we heard back then um and that's kind of why i feel like some of the newer songs you know like off of uh, man on the moon three the chosen and um and this new single do what i want they're good songs but I feel like the sound is like, it's almost too modern to sound authentic. You know what I'm saying? Because the modern sound is just, it's overused. Like you got the 808s, you got the synths. And it's like the pop sound. It's the pop, hip hop, R&B sound right now. And everybody's fucking using it. So for us who kind of grew up listening to to Cuddy's instrumentation, which was always, you know, the most bizarre samples and and the most, you know, trippy, psychedelic, atmospheric stuff. And then even when he started venturing off and making his own music, you know, his own rock-inspired soundscapes that was just, like, grungy, it was still authentic, you know? And and the sound that he's been having recently, in the last two years at least, I feel like it leans heavily on the modern pop sound. And because of that, it's, it's hard to really get into it, in my opinion, you know? But I think Do What I Want is still a fantastic song. It's not, um, you know, it's not legendary. But it is a good song. It's a good song. He's, he's spitting his shit on there. He's letting us know that he's fucking back, you know. 
And in classic Cuddy style, he, he starts the song off almost kind of cringy. You know, I there's an album that came out a while back, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying, and I hope a lot of the Cuddy fans out there like it. But on Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying, there were so many good songs, but the way that he decided to start the songs with the wailing and the crooning made some of those songs a little bit comedic, a little hard to listen to. I'm getting the same vibe from this one because he starts it off with, uh, what's he say? He says, like, lay off the weed. Like, come on, man. Who really wants to listen to that every time the song starts? You know what I'm saying? But that's classic Cuddy. You know, classic Cuddy, he's going to come in here and he's going to make you kind of cringe a little bit before the song starts, you know? That's just his fucking thing. That's just his thing. But yeah, guys, I mean, shout out. Like I said, you know, shout out uh, Scott Mascadee, Kid Cuddy for his new single. Shout out for the show. That first look trailer. It's a fucking tease. Makes me want to watch... You know, more of it. I'm looking forward to this year. I'm looking forward to Cuddy's releases. And, um, and yeah, man, just congratulations. I'll see you out here putting in that motherfucking work, man. Putting in that fucking work. Speaking of. Speaking of putting in that work and documentary companion albums. Tentacion's documentary just dropped the companion, um album the look at me uh, compilation album and on it there's a bunch of unreleased or not necessarily unreleased but soundcloud songs uh from the first half of you know of x's um discography career career wise and then the second half is like all the studio records studio songs that have you know were pretty popular and let me tell you man as a record start to finish this is a good fucking album man I already know, though, that it's immediately going to go fucking diamond. It's immediately going to go fucking gold or whatever. If not already, just because of how all the out, all the singles that are on this record, every one of them are already fucking like platinum or some shit. So this album's immediately going to go platinum just off of off rip of having those songs on there. But some of the songs on here that people might not necessarily know, you know, like his earlier stuff, like it has Vice City on there. It has, you know, a couple uh, early sadder tracks, like, you know, uh, Wing Ridden Angel, and it's got um, just a, a bunch of really good ones. Like, there's, there's um, what's it called? I Don't Want to Do This Anymore, which is a hell of an R&B hook, if I've ever heard it. If you guys haven't heard Six Star already, I know we all hate this man. Well, listen to this. Man, like this shit is good, man. It's good. And then and then he's got like I'm sipping tea in your hood, which is fucking grimy in your goddamn face. Makes you just wanna turn that shit up, driving around the neighborhood with the windows down, fucking middle fingers up and shit. I'm telling you, it's a good tape, man. So it's a really good tape. It's called Look at Me, the album. Um, you know, shout out to Shout out to X, rest in peace. Um, but he was a he was a hell of an artist. And and the crazy thing is that like even back then, like I was listening to a lot of these uh, earlier songs, he was very, uh, very creative and not defined by a specific genre. Like 
he did everything from like emo crooning rap, you know, rock songs to that, which was just like in your face, super distorted, fucking Florida rap. You know what I'm saying? Like in your face. So he he literally did it all, and I feel like if he would have stayed alive, you know, who knows what he would have been capable of creating. I feel like a lot a lot of his uh, his music was very you know emotionally um connected with the youth a lot of people like i fucked with the the album 17 so much like when it came out i had no idea who this guy even was like i didn't even i didn't even learn about him through through the the headlines and stuff like that through the media cuz back in those days i was just really into rock music and i kind of dabbled a little bit with Kendrick Lamar but i was that was during the time when i started getting into like the new releases so every friday when a new album would come out First thing I would do is just jump on the, you know, Spotify and see, all right, what new albums are out? What new albums are out? And I remember seeing the cover and just thinking like, oh, this is this is pretty weird. Like, I wonder what this is all about. And I played it and from start to finish, because you know how he starts off the album with an explanation from start to finish this, the whole record stuck with me. And I was like, damn, this is a good ass artist. I have no idea who this fucking guy is, but, you know, and, and shout out to, um, What's the name? Shiloh, I think. The guy who, who he samples a lot on, on a lot of these songs. Like, it's just... Man. Like, this right here. This just gets me in my feels. It's called Carry On by XXX Tentacion off the 17 Project. You know, and who knows what became of this Shiloh guy, but... Man. This song... I remember back then. Trapped to the car cell, falsely accused was used. And we slammed bitch on hoping you fucking rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, rest in peace, sex. Rest in peace. So this is a good ass, good ass project. If you guys haven't heard it, um check check out his discography. Granted, it's not gonna be for everybody, but if you appreciate at least listening to projects one time through just for the sake of discovery and you know expanding your horizons then i do recommend you guys check out the look at me album which is the the new xxx tentacion's documentary soundtrack and it's uh it's good man it it, it expand it spans the whole the whole just the whole you know career and it's very very uh worth the listen in my opinion it's a good album man but with that being said, with that being said, I want to talk about another project that I have not been able to stop listening to. And it actually came out a couple weeks ago at the beginning of this month. Um, or actually, no, it came out last week at the beginning of this month. Um, it's, it's the album called You Can't Kill Me by 070 Shake. And it's so crazy because like, the, the first album that, that she dropped, Modus Vivendi, I remember kind of listening to it a little bit, but I don't, I'm not sure if anything stood out because I never really replayed it. So for a long time, I had almost kind of, I'd forgotten about 070. Not that I'd forgotten, but I, there was no interest. There was nothing, you know, I was replaying. There was nothing in my playlist. But when this album dropped, I said, oh, you know what? Let me check it out just to see what's up. And I got to say, guys, I, I don't know if you like the style of music that you know Mike Dean tends to perform on on Kanye records 
and the style of auto-tune that's very popular right now, you know, with a lot of hip-hop artists and Travis Scott and Cuddy and all them, because this is a perfect, perfect blend. And granted, there's nothing on here that kind of bangs. There's no, there's no song that has a hook or something too, too catchy that makes you want to replay it over and over again. But when you listen to it, it's, it's definitely an adventure. Like it, it takes you places. The soundscapes that she decides to use on her, on this record are unlike, you know, well, not necessarily unlike anything I've heard, but it's just unlike other women's music coming out. You know, it sounds more reminiscent to, like I was saying, you know, like Travis Scott, more reminiscent to, you know, the really psychedelic Kanye's, more reminiscent to, you know, Kid Cudi. And, and the lyrical content is actually really good. Like, she's, she really gets her shit off on these songs. And if I, if I may, I'm going to play a little snippet of the opening track called Web. This song has such an infectious melody in the back. But then, like, she's rapping over the top of it. And it's, oh, it's just so bizarre. Check this out, okay? Web by 070 Shake. One thing's for certain. This thing isn't working. Let's be here in person. It's always the same. How you been? You've been great. I'm not getting through to you. I want to get through to you. And it just slowly starts building, like... This music is sound the way I've heard it described um, by Anthony Fantano. He said that this this sounds like tension that just never actually goes anywhere. It just sounds like it's building and building tension. But if you like that in music, if you like those builds, the symphonic builds, this it's all crescendoing and it's just it, it sounds very epic. Then I think a lot of these songs you guys might vibe out to. You know, this is definitely driving music. I can enjoy this a lot more in a vehicle, but um, they're really, really good songs. So I recommend you guys check out You Can't Kill Me by 070 Shake. It's a hell of a project. And then go back even and check out Modus Vivendi because, you know, she's got a lot, of, a lot of good stuff on her. And then I had no idea that that really popular song that everybody uses on fucking Instagram story videos and TikToks, she has a remix of it. I'll show you guys a snippet of that one. Exactly. I know everybody on this planet has heard this sound at least once if they have social media. Well, she's on the remix of this. This song is called Frozen by Madonna and Sick Kick. But 070 Shake is on it as well. So, you know, shout out to uh, 070, you know. Shout out to her. She's dropped a hell of a project. And 070 is just kicking ass. Kicking ass, alright? So she's doing she's doing good things out here. Um, besides those three, I can't really say that I could recommend you guys any other music because that's pretty much what's just been in my rotation. Heavy, heavy for the last couple of days. So, you know, also go check out uh, Control by SZA. It recently hit five years old, so another applause for that one. Shout out SZA, shout out TDE. After um, after the original last song on the project, 
this new project has, I believe, five new songs. So 2AM, Miles, Percolator, Tread Carefully, Awkward, and then Jody. Unless 2AM, I think, was on the last one, yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, so shout out, shout out to Scissors. She's got a couple old songs and new songs that have came out. Um, and then, apparently, there is a new Joji single. Let's get a first reaction, because I have not heard this. I just want to get a little... A little taste, see what this is all about. You know what I'm saying? It's called Glimpse of Us. This is also new. Okay. So far, kinda sappy, kinda sappy. She take the world off my shoulders. But here he comes, kicking ass and singing, doing his thing. You know, I'm gonna have to check that out later. Um, Glimpse of Us by Joji, guys. It's crazy to think that that guy started as a pink guy, or actually Filthy Frank. And then now, He's a magnificent vocalist in R&B, I guess if you could call him that. Uh, you know, he's slow dancing in the dark. I know so many people that like that song that it's ridiculous. Like, it's crazy to think what he used to be to the fact that now he's known as the slow dancing in the dark guy, you know what I'm saying? So, shout out Joji, you know. Um, new song came out today, so if you guys haven't checked that out. So, quick recap. Because I know I've been rambling for about 20 minutes now. Quick recap. All right. Let's sound the alarm so you guys don't forget it. Okay. So check it out. There's new... What the hell? What kind of alarm is that? All right. Wrong alarm, guys. Wrong alarm. There's new Kid Cudi. There's new 070 Shake. There is new XXX Tentacion. And new Joji. Then I also heard that there's another big single that came out recently, but I have not checked that one out. It was um, Cash In, Cash Out, Pharrell Williams, 21 Savage, and Tyler, the Creator. Oh, yeah, and then also New Sizzle. So, you know, lots of good music. If you guys aren't out there discovering new music, then what are you doing? Probably living life. And if that's the case, then I need you to come on the podcast and tell me a little sum-sum about what you do. But all right, moving on past music. I got another topic that's kind of hot, but... I've been wanting to talk about it for a while now, okay? And that is the fact that I personally believe, okay? Now, you guys don't have to listen. You guys don't have to believe in me, believing in this. But I personally believe something fishy is happening, okay? Because the other day, I think it was just two, three days ago, I was uh, given news that there was a egg farm, one of the largest in the country, was destroyed in Minnesota. Okay? And if that is true, then that makes it the 24th food processing distribution facility to accidentally burn in the last six months. On top of that, you throw in the fact that they're saying that uh, baby formula is going to be in shortage for the rest of the summer. And I personally think that something fishy is going on here. So, the solution to that, um, get prepared. I recommend everybody, you know, at least get a little bit of food to, to survive on in the event that shit gets crazy. Because we already saw what happened when we couldn't get our hands on toilet paper. Now imagine what can, you know what'll happen when 
our groceries start running out. And then on top of the fact, all right, so on top of the fact that this facility burned down, now throw in that we're going to have to start relying off of our our storage, you know what I'm saying? Like our the food reserves that we have, and we don't really have a lot of that. I remember talking, you know, ranting about that, my fears of that a couple episodes ago. So we only really have enough to get by for maybe 5 months. So if if we're not going to be producing food, then we're going to be living off our reserves, so we can't do that as a country. But then the majority of everything that we need gets delivered via 18-wheelers, via truck drivers. And there's a shortage on that. On top of that, throw this gas price that just keeps fucking going and going and going up. And there's going to be less and less people on the road to deliver our stuff. So this is, um, like I said, I don't, this is not a conspiracy theorist podcast. I'm not going to come on here to, to rant and to scare you guys. But some things are facts and some things, you know, you could just look at the data and just know where we're headed. And it's best if we all just kind of prepare a little bit because things are looking a little, things are looking a little scary. I don't know anybody personally that's rushing to drive a truck. Matter of fact, I know more people that are rushing to quit their jobs. I know more people that are getting by working online, you know, having um, independent hustles and working for companies that you don't have to, you know, come in and clock in and work a nine to five and be there with a shitty schedule. There's now designer schedules. There's, you know, there's so many different, you know, work for hire opportunities that I think as a, as a society, we're not prepared for the cultural shift that happens when we all think the same. And that's something that's um, not stated enough. But I understand, you know, I understand this is a sensitive time. Um, It's a crazy time. I mean, 2022, you know, we've really been in the thick of the internet. Like when you say daily usage of the internet, probably for what, maybe... 10 years now, 15 years now, this is still very young. We have no idea the repercussions of just everything. The the repercussions of society and where we're fucking headed, man. Like, I don't know. Some days, some days I'd sit around and I ponder a little too much. And it freaks me out. So... I, I want to try not to uh, not to freak us all out too much, but I'm just saying, it's something to think about, you know, things are getting a little tough, so just be prepared, guys. Be prepared in case shit goes down. But moving on from that, okay, let's say the world sticks around for a couple more generations. Then I think there are a bunch of things that we should celebrate and we should work towards if we want to have you know, at least a semblance of um, of utopia on planet Earth. And one of those things would be our adoption of hemp industrially on a massive scale. I'm not sure if I've 
spent enough time perhaps talking about that in the last 30 episodes, but that's one of my biggest mission statements for urban society. I feel like I really want to go out there and network with different um, growers, cultivators of both cannabis and hemp, and we need to see a reintroduction of the plant into our lives. But I understand the hesitancy because at the end of the day, it is a drug. And, you know, along with, uh, along with the risks that come with potentially exposing the youth to that, as a society, we don't even, if we, can't, if we can barely survive, perhaps maybe the last thing we need is everybody, everybody to be super stoned all the time, right? Because then maybe that'll really take us to Wally mode. You know, we're all just going to be fucking sitting in chairs, you know, just, just practically immobile. But I feel if we introduced it culturally as a food option, as a vitamin, as a crop, as a, uh, as a tool again, not only can not only would there be potentially a great environmental benefit to that but also that might inspire people to get back out there and learn how to you know run the land i feel like that's my next goal if if there's anybody out there who could potentially help me with this goal i feel like what i really desire on this earth while I'm here is to create a farm to just create products out of him. Even if it's small scale, even if it's just for me and my family to just do it again, you know, because I imagine there's something so primitive yet satisfying and, and fulfilling to just tilling the land, to, to, to harvesting a crop, to just to being a farmer. And then not to mention that itself, just, it, you know, it builds self-reliance and then you, independence. And I feel like that's what we, that's what we're losing touch with. I mean, cause it's crazy just how much, how much of human history was us being farmers. And then how short of human history we've been online. And, it's almost like we're still trying to farm, you know, we're out there like for the people who are like really, really big content creators, you know, I'm, I could say I'm a content creator because I do tons of shit. But for the people who are really out there creating new content every day, two, three posts on four, five, six different pages. Aren't you in essence just throwing seeds out? You know, you're kind of trying to to farm in the, you know, in the digital real estate so it's just it's innate i think it's in us i think we need to just get more involved with herbs with plants with farming and i'm gonna try to give myself that goal i know it's already a little bit past spring we're heading into the fucking middle of summer or i guess it would be the beginning of summer but to me june july and august are fucking summer okay because i'm used to the way we grew up, and I'm so indoctrinated from when we were in school, and that was our summer break. So I, I see those months as summers. It baffles me 
whenever I look at the calendars and I'm like, huh? March is considered winter still? The fuck? <laughs> to me, that's almost like spring break, right? But anyways, um, I think we need to get connected with that. So my goal, not only within this year, the next year, but in my lifetime, I would love to make the connections to just get more involved with growing stuff, with plants, with uh, horticulture and agriculture and, and all that stuff, botany. And the funny thing is, when I was in school, when I was uh, graduating 10 years ago, right? When I graduated 10 years ago, I remember I was actually going to go to Colorado State University. One of the things I applied for and I actually got accepted was into their botany program at CSU. And I don't know why I didn't do it. I think it was the cost. And at the time, actually, that's why, you know, I said, I don't know why I did. That's exactly why I didn't do it. The cost of it was way too expensive. I think at the time it was going to be almost like $40,000 a year. It was like a four or five year degree. So at the end of that, I would I would have been, you know, some hefty debt. And then on top of that, um, you know, my parents were going through a divorce at the time. So they couldn't really help. So there was really no parent contribution. Not in a bad way. They just couldn't, you know, because they were surviving. So... I think that's that's why I didn't go. So if I can make up for lost time and potentially meet people that could get me back into that industry, I, I think I'd love it, you know. I'd love to at least try my hand just growing some hemp, you know. And then if it fucking grows, you know, doing something with the fiber, um, processing the fiber and just shit, making a little shirt or something. Or turn it into some hemp oil or... You know what I'm saying? Because all the options are there. Like, there's so many, so many different uses um, of hemp that, you know, that could potentially be. So, from textiles, you know, to, to like I was saying, to the clothing, can make fucking food out of it. Can't forget the original use was fucking with paper and rope. You got insulation. I can't tell you how many years I've been fucking telling people I've been wanting, I want to build a house out of uh at a hemp crete you know so it's it's one of my goals so if you guys are out there and you guys could help me out with this i would appreciate you guys reach out you know and and get me out of the industry i'm in right now because right now i'm in the packaging industry i'm in the plastic industry but if i can get into the if i can get into the hemp plastic industry oh my god be even better that'd be even better but yeah i mean just throwing it out there so if anybody out there can help me out with that i appreciate it but yeah i went off on a little tangent there guys i went off on a little tangent let me play let me play one song real quick i want to re- i want to reel you guys back in all right this is 070 this song's called skin and bones i'm telling you i've been i've been loving this record Good man, like the hooks, the 
the melodies, everything about this shit is fucking beautiful, you know what I'm saying? So, so go check it out if you guys haven't checked it out. It's a good record. So, yeah. Um, next thing I wanted to talk about, okay? Next thing I want to talk about is the fact that lately, lately I've been noticing, okay? I've been noticing a lot of us are kind of lost. And yes, that means me too. A lot of us are kind of lost. And we don't really know what the hell's going on in life. And I came to the realization that every time I think I have it figured out, I couldn't be further from the truth. You know, I, I just like to stay busy. I like to just to do things but to say that I don't feel lost would be a lie some days I honestly feel like I don't have friends some days I honestly feel like I'm not close to my family some days I feel like all I do is work you know all I do is work 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 and I'm pretty sure a lot of us feel like that so I just want you guys to know you're not alone you know you might be physically alone but you're not alone in that feeling all you have to do is reach out and shit if you got nobody if you feel like you ain't got nobody to reach out to reach out to me you know reach out to me i'll um i'll talk to you guys you know and yeah just want to say that you know just because you guys feel alone doesn't mean you're alone and I think, you know, that, that circles that circles it back to Kid Cudi. Because for many years, I felt alone. And Kid Cudi was the one that his music kind of told me, hey, man, you're not alone. You got to do it alone, but you're not alone. And with that being said, I'm going to play Kid Cudi Do It Alone. This song was supposed to come out so many years ago on Man on the Moon 1. But instead, I believe it was leaked, and then it never dropped, besides on YouTube, and a couple different mixtape pages. But to this day, it's my absolute favorite song. I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you for listening. Hope I didn't depress you out too much. But if I just did it just a little bit, that's all right. We'll be all right. Kid Cudi. Do it alone. Thank you for listening. Have a good one. Dream on. Till next time. It's been a pleasure. 
I'm Herb, and you're listening to the HNS Podcast.